Hey guys, welcome back to Bold and Beautiful. Oh, you wanted to have a part in that. And Beautiful. Movie Talks, the podcast where Andrew and I talk about movies in neither a bold nor beautiful fashion. Andrew, why don't you hit him with a dagger right off the bat and uh, tell him what movie we're going to review today. We're, movie, we're reviewing Marriage Story, which is a very popular Netflix film. Heck, At the yeah. time and very nominated. And currently my favorite movie. So Of the year? Of the last four. Four decades. Whenever Rocky wow. Two was released, after that moment, well, this is my favorite movie. So okay, but yeah, we're reviewing that, and it's uh, you know we'll get more into it in a minute. I hope you know? we do. So you want to give us a, a marriage story uh, intro? I don't have a gavel <laughs> or gavel. That was good. Alright, so to hit this off first, what were your opinions before seeing it? Before seeing this movie. Like, once you saw the trailer, were you like, eh, or yeet? I wanted to see it more of a, between a yeet and a yeet, a little bit in the middle, it's like, yeet, you know? Uh, No, it was, I wanted to see it, but I was a little skeptical to see it, because, I don't know. I don't know the emotions that put me through since my parents were divorced. So, mm-hmm. and then I know you told me to be ready. So oh, after I saw it, yeah. After you saw it, so then that was my also my opinion. As you said, it was great. So then I was like, okay, I have to see it. Plus, it gives us something else to review. So I was, was it in theaters. Look- it was in theaters, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I saw trailers in theaters. I don't think right? so. I don't think so. It wasn't in theaters at all. That's a trip. I think. Irishman, well, it might have been. Well, that the Irishman, Irishman was a, in selected theaters. Right, I'm sure Marriage Story. If it wasn't theaters, it would have been select, but maybe not. No. All right, so you would have saw it in theaters. I would have. I would see it again. I'd see it right now. So before you saw it, you really wanted to see it. I love Adam Driver. I like Scarlett Johansson, but I wasn't like convinced that she was going to be this amazing actress because she's just known as like Black Widow. Mm-hmm. But Adam Driver has been established, and he, you know, he's a theater, uh, theater. Sorry, he's a background in theater, so we know he's not just like this Kylo Ren kind of actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then looking kind of into him, he's done a lot of projects, a lot of indie stuff, a lot of you know serious kind of roles. So he's definitely like. Taking him, he's taking himself serious as an actor, which I just wasn't aware of because I just knew him as Kylo. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was I was really stoked for it. Um, I love like chick flicks. I love dramas. I love indie films, and I love New York films. And if you could do all New three York of those mm. in one, then you already have me. That's why I didn't know New York was a pull for you for this one. Yeah. Well, before we like go, New York, is in New York. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a chick flick. Drama and an indie and New York film. So this one was like the exact same. So I loved it. Alright, so give it a rating. I'll give it a... Hmm. I'll give it a... 8.5. Nice. It's a little bit higher than what I've been doing. But I liked it a lot because it's really good acting and relatable. And... um, I don't know, it's also kind of funny too in some ways totally and just them as a pairing i wouldn't expect it to be good but it was yeah i'd give it i'm giving it a 10 wow it when i first saw it it was about an 8.5 but because i watched it six more times there's a lot of stuff i picked up on it that really impressed me how many times have you seen it like five are you serious yeah 
Okay, I gotta watch it again. After work, I'll watch it. And you convinced I... your brother to rewatch it. How'd you do that? I didn't. He rewatched it though. Yeah. Because you were saying how much you liked it. Maybe that's why. I don't have to ask him about the ending because he said he liked the last it's twenty the minutes. Best right? part of the whole freaking movie, dude. Jeez. Well, we have to talk about that. It's such a rush. I've heard mixed reviews that it's not the best part of the movie. It seems kind of contradicting, but we'll lame. See. Okay, so the title, Marriage Story. Um, I mean, it's basically it should be called like Divorce Story. Yeah. But I think it's. I mean, I don't know how much... Th- I mean, obviously, a lot of thought goes into the titles, but depends on... Like, I don't know how, if, if their perspective is the same as mine. So, obviously, you would think it'd be, like, divorce story. Because marriage story sounds like it has a happy ending, right? Mm-hmm. But it kind of seems like they're more... Oh, might be... ...encapturing a modern marriage story, which usually doesn't end well, right? Because of, yep. what, three and four marriages don't work or something? Noah Bombach? Yeah, Bombach, He might have named it that. It would be contradicting contradicting the whole fact that it's not a marriage story right. well it technically is a marriage story but our our initial i guess re, um reaction is that it has a happy ending right whereas if they said divorce story you know how it's gonna end but well, did you we didn't really talk about how what it was about i mean they kind of know right but i mean with the title like marriage story you can kind of assume yes. yeah it's basically just the story of their marriage yes it Adam Driver is Carla Johansson, Charlie and Nicole are yeah. going through a divorce and it gets nastier. Yeah, it takes you through like all the emotions through it and stuff like that. And yeah. Cool. Want to talk about the actors? Sure. Okay, we have Adam Driver, which you know Hot him. stuff. Yeah. And you know, he's been in While We're Young, Star Wars, Kylo Ren. He's been in a Black Klansman. That's we right. kind of mentioned a lot of this before because we covered Star Wars recently. Yeah, last and you have one. Scarlett Johansson who's been in her uh, Lost in Translation, Black Widow. So uh, all the action, Black Widow. all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she has one coming out, a black her own movie coming out. Right, Black Widow. And then you have Laura Dern who won Best Supporting Actress at the Golden Globes right. for this movie, which we have to talk about that a little bit later because yeah. I want to see what you thought about that. And then uh, she was in, she was Ellie in Jurassic Park. And then he has. That's right, the older ones, right? Mm-hmm. She has Julie Haggerty. She was in Airplane. So she oh, plays. Oh, that's right, yeah, the uh, mom. She plays Scarlett Johansson's mom in yeah. the movie, or Nicole's mom. So it's a pretty good cast in here. Yeah, it's pretty uh, tight. It's pretty small. I don't know, Adam Driver's lawyer. I forgot what his name is, but he's a really well established actor. Oh, he's I think in a lot he's of mom so movies. Sh- Keep in mind, every time you tap your phone like oh, that, sorry. the mic picks it up, so. Um, if you guys are hearing dum, 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 that's no, one, no one's at the door yeah. <laughs> I can't even find him in here I well didn't... it's okay well he's there oh uh, Ray Liotta is... there you go yeah. yeah His oh his lawyer that guy yeah he's, he's known for like... like mob stuff and he's in like Goodfellas I think and he's in Casino yeah Goodfellas yeah all this kind of stuff kind of... Wild Hogs <laughs> oh really <laughs> He plays the villain Wild Hogs. I'm sure that's where most people know him by. What's IMDb? Um, but yeah, okay, so I love the question about, you know, kind of who carried it versus, you know, them making you feel something. So it's, it's they're really trying to do your, their best to split a 50 50. And the way I tell people is it kind of makes you root for the guy and for the girl throughout the movie. Makes you hate one, then love them, hate the other, love the other. So it, it kind plays of, with your. It doesn't plays with your emotions because you want to take one side of the right divorce. I didn't even think about that, but it's splitting you, like you're in the divorce and you can't decide who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Right. 
So it does a really good job at flipping it because when you learn to love him and then he like cusses out his kid, okay, like, okay, that's points off of him. And then she does this, her whole alcohol kind of thing, okay, that's points off of her and how she views him, the kid, okay, well, that's points, more points off, but then they kind of flip. So it's really interesting on how, you know, the emotional, uh, yeah, the emotional journey and then, um, I mean, really both of them really do a fantastic job at, like, getting you emotional. They both have their well, tearjerker scenes. It's and... a very theatrical movie, right? It's very kind of... Very yeah, I could see it, like, on a, well, on a stage. Well, he's a theater director and she's an actress, so... In the movie, yeah. For them not to be theatrical would be against the character. You know, right? Yeah, it's like an actor playing an actor kind of thing. You start getting into that cool that loophole. That. I know those, those kind of roles trip me out. Um, it's like okay, I have to be a different type of actor. Right. Okay. Uh, you ready for best scene? I can go yeah. first if you want. You want to... Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just saying because the. It's okay. You guys okay. don't so... know what we're talking about, but we do. Okay. So no, I just meant we're going into the best scene, so it's probably it contains some spoilers. So if they want to see it, you know. Good point. Yeah. I was not following that at all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so, well, it's okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, the, the spoiler, as you can imagine, is do they stay together? Or do they not stay together? So we'll mm-hmm. leave that um, disclosed. We will not, because I think we can talk about our best scenes um, without giving oh, that away. Yeah. If you think about it. So we'll leave that up for you guys. Um, so you're welcome. Not really much of a spoiler alert, other than like our favorite scenes. Go ahead, and give yours, because I have to think of mine. Because I think I had mine initially, but I don't remember now. So mine is um, is when he sings at the end. So when he sings, yeah. Would you fall asleep in that part? No, not this time. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't fall asleep. He sings. He has this little solo song. Remember in the bar in the last like twenty minutes of the movie, he's in like the bar with his cast, and then oh okay, and he sings. He start, He sings a full song. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I didn't like the scene. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it really stood out. So I love that artsy kind of stuff. Um, the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, this is awesome. And, and like, you obviously, he's not trying to come across as a great singer, but he's, it's nice. And he, his emotion comes across and um, it's just, it's well acted and it's well sung and it's really cool. It really kind of gives you a deep dive into it. And he said that, that in an interview when someone was asking him, like, hey, so were you scared about having to sing a song? He was like, well, I was very much involved. Me and Scarlett were very much involved in this whole story process from, like, the beginning of it, a few, like, ten years ago. Um, so he was saying that we always knew he would sing a song, so I was never scared of it because I was part of, like, like, like that decision. He says what he loved about it was that from where the two characters are, because they each have a song. I didn't even really catch that until, like, the second or third time. They each have their own full song. She just sings it with her mom and her sister. So they each have their whole their, their own songs in the movie. Oh, when they did the performance. Yeah, exactly. For like friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So he says that both of those characters end, like their their like motivation, their direction is different at the end of the song versus when they begin the song. So they transform their perspectives during that song, so that way it's like it gets you from point A to point B. It's not just a random song that doesn't mean anything. So it really plays a critical point in like, in how they're gonna be for the rest of the movie, which I thought was really cool. So you're saying that you're saying that the song changes um, as they go about. Basically, they grow during that song. So the song at the end sounds different than it sounded. 
I mean, who they are is different at the end of the song versus at the beginning of the song. Mm. Like, I'm singing, I'm missing a song, and let's say I'm going to sing it because I'm sad. By the end of the song, I can be happy. Yeah, so I kind of changed during that song. That's kind of what I'm saying. Mm. So, right, so in the first part, Adam Driver, you know, he's he's pretty good at being alone. He's very good at being, you know, I don't really need you. I'll, like, my Smart life's fine. Focus. Exactly. And this whole song is, I want someone to hold. I want someone to this. I need someone for this. Mm. That's his whole song. I didn't really pay attention. Right? And then her whole song was um, was basically like, my life's hard. I'm not really all about being a mom. And then the very last uh, lyric of the song is, mommy is my hobby and I'm giving it up. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like she's, you know, she's, because she's very much, she's now becoming more about herself and less as a mom, right? The whole divorce was like, I'm being a mom and I don't want to just be a mom. I want to be my own self. Oh. I mean, that's the whole thing behind her going to the... Yeah, that's, that's her whole motivation. Lawyer is that she's been living his life and not her own. Right. So she goes to the lawyer so that she can have her own life and have her kid. Yeah. And maybe if he let her breathe a bit, she would have... Right. Not wanted a divorce, or he would have not. I forgot if it was mutual or not, but do you remember? It was kind of mutual. Mm-hmm. The first time that she brings it up with him, he says, You know, I don't want this divorce. And she's like, Well, I don't know what you expected about basically where we're going in our relationship. He's like, I guess I didn't think about it, but I don't want this. So, you know, what always bothered me throughout the film is that, like, like they're ordering food and she helps him. And stuff like that. I love those like, things. It, no, it bothered me. I'm not saying it was a it was a bad thing. The whole uh-huh. it bothered me in the sense where it's like, like oh, let me order for him. And you're like, we're over here and we're lowering up and you're right. ordering for him. But it, which is makes means she's a nice person. But also for him, it means that he relies on her. So a lot of this in the sure. movie, I notice as a unit, they're really good. Yeah, separate. They have they have more. Faults. Well, she's pretty good separate. She was better separate other than... I don't really... Didn't really know, know the alcohol, but... Talk that yeah, it becomes a big thing. But I, I think they, they really sh- show their acting. I don't... Like you said, none of them were ahead of the other. And Well, I um, think Adam Driver was ahead just because... I feel like they showed him more, right? They had him, I don't know. I, I don't like know if they showed if him more. you had to pick a lead for it, it would be him, not her. Maybe. Unless they wanted to do it the other way I pay more attention to him but I don't know if they gave him more I felt time. more for him I don't know if that was me personally than her no I totally did too I'm just and thinking of like screen was... time no you know I'm curious if they intentionally made he it feel that way screen... well, I mean, can did he later. I seemed like he had more screen time but anyway, we're, we're getting away for the point alright what's your best scene my best scene would be you know I'm going back and I'm thinking about everything in there and I was the whole movie I was like were you how did you I was angry <laughs> I was just getting frustrated because since my parents divorced, I didn't. Really, I didn't really. When I, when I was younger, like around seven or something, I didn't really know where, where they were coming from. Right. So I noticed, like, I didn't see on the on the his side, the Adam Driver's side, that he was really struggling. Right. Because he didn't want a lawyer, and he's like, "Well, this the the first lawyer was like, oh, this is what's gonna happen.' Yeah. And he was like, you know, um. I guess my favorite scene would have to be the one where they're trying to talk to each other. I feel like we talked about this. Didn't we talk about this? No. I don't not know. On, not on the podcast. Oh, not on the yeah, podcast. But, but we talked about the, the scene where... That's the pivotal scene of the movie. After the that, climax. the whole mood changes. Yeah, that's probably the climax. Where... So they... 
are getting lawyers, and then Nicole is second guessing whether she really wants a lawyer or not because it's getting really nasty getting in the more court. Nasty, so they're talking, and they get into it, and then he says he hates her, which I feel is a little bit more dramatic. You're really yeah. Yeah, explain the scene very well. Okay. Um, it's yeah. So basically, she comes to resolve things because it's getting really nasty, and if they proceed, they're gonna have to bring their son into it. It's gonna be even more messy. So in trying to resolve it, it ends up getting super heated, and they just basically call out the crap in each other, and they get they're screaming, they're saying horrible things, and then um, it ends, and they're both just emotionally drained. And I feel like at the end of the scene. They've gotten all, they've gotten everything they wanted to say out, and now they're kind of ready to proceed or whatever, but do it kind of on different terms now. Because they, you know, they're screaming at each other, and then they end up kind of embracing each other, you know, as just comforting each other, you know. Well, I think he's like on his knees. Yeah. And then she's standing, and then she like kind of puts her rubs his his back as he's like grabbing her. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like after he said he hated her, so. Right. I thought that was interesting scene that showed a lot of emotion but also because i think it's the one time they're like they finally said everything that they wanted to say and they haven't been holding back and maybe if they would have said that a while ago things would have been more fixed but then i don't know that's a tearjerker scene man that gets me every time really heck Mm. yeah that last like dagger he gives her like it's crazy yeah i feel like he was really overly dramatic about it but i feel like in that situation maybe it made sense but yeah <laughs> yeah well, i would think so yeah, yeah i don't know after like, all the crap that he's been going through i mean the, it's a divorce so you're gonna get dramatic you're not gonna just be like oh, whatever the whole time you know there's no way you can there's a lot at stake right and he's angry and so that and then he's losing his son um so that comes into play as well and then you know, I mean, he was completely blindsided by the divorce. She was like, what do you expect? And he was kind of like, I didn't think about it. Like, I don't want this. So it's easier for her when she's been the one making all the moves. And he's just been the one getting hit by all of these hmm. life changes that he can't control. He has to change his whole life. And she wants to change her whole life. He doesn't want to change. But he's, he's being forced to spend time away from New York, away from his job, and he can't really raise Henry full-time now, and so... I think since he's been so focused on his work, he's had tunnel vision to what else is going on in his... In his well, his marriage. Because marriage, he's yeah. been very involved with Henry, his son, but the marriage is what suffered. Yeah. Well, I guess what she's going through. So. Right. All right, Drew, so talk to us about the uh, director. So the director is Noah... Bumbach. Yeah. Um, he also did... He was a writer of Greenberg. He wrote Marriage Story, um, the Markowitz stories, and a Ben Stiller movie. Another Ben Stiller movie other than Greenberg was While We're Young, which had Adam Driver in it. Have you seen that one? I haven't seen it yet. I want yeah. to. I think... I believe it's on Netflix. So, yeah, he did... Oh, and he also wrote Life of the Aquatic with um, Bill Murray. So... And, I haven't seen that. So, yeah. I could see why he he threw some. Uh, he's done some serious movies. He's done some, uh, some little comedic in there. Um, so yeah. as far as directing this movie, how do you think like the feel and the pacing and the shots were? It was good. Uh, I thought it was really good. I did you notice any shots 
particular. I mean, like nineteen seventeen had like a ton of nice right. shots. And totally, it was yeah, key. But in this one, I think it's not cinematic. There are some after the huge heated scene. Um, that one, the next like thirty seconds is shot really cool because the music is more sad and somber, and then he does more creative shots, which is really cool. So if you watch it again or whatever, I'll point some stuff out. But after that huge scene, he does kind of get a little more artistic with it, which is really cool. Um, I, did, I, did, I did see this interview actually about that scene. And so they have the argument in the kitchen. And he says that he purposely picked an apartment that had this wall separating the kitchen from the living room. So that way Adam Driver was on one side of the wall and she was on the other side of the wall. And they couldn't see each other, but they were talking at each other. So he says that that was like a big symbol and, and why he chose to film it that way as well as pick that apartment and stuff like that. Mm. So I thought that was cool. And I didn't even realize it. I mean, to direct these two pretty powerhouse actors yeah. to have this relationship with them, I feel like if you're an experienced actor, it's a little bit easier, but even more experienced actors, which I think I mentioned before, probably need a good, a good direction of how they're going to have to feel in the moment. Right, and the thing with that scene, the big climax scene is like yeah. I felt like at the end when they're done, I was like, "and scene," <laughs> like it felt very like <laughs> sure, like when Charlie does the theater and directs, and they they act on screen, yeah, on the stage, which is funny because all the theater stuff on the stage is all very overly dramatic, totally, and, like you know, super cheesy, think of super kind but, of yeah, um, that's funny. So I think he did a really good job with them, with everybody, and really depicting this divorce story, marriage story that was really a divorce story and how realistic it could be and how raw and emotional it could be. So I think, I, I feel like he did a really good job with this one. Yeah. And he is, I believe he is um, married. I think he went through a divorce. Oh, I could have, well, I thought, uh, Okay. Greta Gerwig. I thought that was his wife. I have no idea. I'm not sure. But I she was divorced. Oh, no. directed um, Little Woman. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They're a directing couple. That's crazy. Uh, well, that's kind of funny because because um, in the movie, Adam Driver is obviously the director and then Scarlett Johansson becomes a director at the oh, end of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Then she, she gets nominated for a director too. Um, so that's funny. Yeah, it's a good kind of parallel into his life. That's weird. Um... Yeah, I don't know, it's just a fun fact. I mean, it is, it is like an indie-feeling film. It's an artsy-feeling film. It's a small-feeling film. So, you know, 1917 is this huge, budgeted kind of monster. So when you're trying to get with cinematography. Right, like yeah. That. I felt like we've, I think I mentioned before, I think with these kind of movies, more indie, you don't need too much because it would take away from... The, might take away from the motion. It might yeah. take away from the, the raw feel of things if you're trying to be you know right yeah totally because the purpose of an indie film is to focus on the emotion Hmm. you know that's why you don't really see a lot of cinematic stuff is because it's trying to focus on the characters you know yeah he did a great job you think he did well too yeah I loved it I loved how it looked um yeah it was very artsy and you know it's just yeah it worked very well it felt like indie film and I love that feel you know I didn't know you were that into indie. Well, Rocky technically was an indie film, right? Kind of. Before it became a cool film. Yeah, like Rocky Two was definitely like, what did? It, oh, whatever. But that's well, that's it's Rocky. Also, like underdog. Film. Yeah. yeah. 
which this one I don't think it was under God dog, but I think yeah, not really at all. It's just crazy how all these different platforms, Netflix, Amazon, is really getting into the the movie industry. Dude, it's crazy. And, They're just pumping out movies, dude. You know. So, anyways, talk to you. Ready for the music? Yep. So Randy Newman is the director, or sorry, is the composer, and he's huge, well known wow. composer. Um, his brother Thomas Newman did Finding Nemo, which is my favorite score for a movie. Um, so they're just two amazing brothers who do music. So Randy Newman did, you know, the You've Got a Friend and Me, that whole kind of thing. He did all the Toy Stories, The Monster Ring, Bugs Life, all these Disney movies. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously a well-established uh, composer. So for this movie, the first time I saw it, I did not like the music at all, um, except for the song that Adam Driver sings. By the fourth time I saw it, I understood it. So usually for every movie we see, um, I don't see it four or five times. Therefore, it can't really grow on me. So I'm, I'm definitely biased because after seeing it four or five times, it starts to make sense now. Usually I'm the one that watches it more. Right. Uh, not intentionally. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this one, the music was kind of like quirky. You know, it kind of felt a little like ragtimey kind of thing, which felt weird. That's why. And also cut off emotions. So when like a few times when Adam Driver starts getting emotional... The song will totally just like, well, the the soundtrack, whatever, will like mess up that emotion so it can transition you hard into a lighter feeling. So I hated those things. Now I just like it because I just love the movie. And when you love a movie, you start to love everything about it. So it definitely grew on me. So I'm biased now. But that so was you, definitely a big issue. If for you me. didn't like everything else, then the music would just be added to what you didn't like. Then. Yeah. Um, or didn't. I mean, there's prefer. some. There's no themes, right? I didn't know. Um, I really pay attention. There is. There is. It's just not very melodic. But if I were to hear it, I'd be like, oh, that's Marriage Story. Oh, that's this. Oh, that's this. So in that tense, that's kind of why I like it. Because it, it is... It works well as, like, a piece of work. It's not all over the place. It's... It, like, the tone stays the same throughout the whole movie. Which I really like. Because it keeps you... Subconsciously, it keeps you on track. If the if the music was a little bit of everywhere, then subconsciously you'd be it'd be harder to follow. But since the tone and the orchestration of it is very like steady, it doesn't really go you know doesn't really adventure out and stuff. Mm-hmm. It does keep the movie more understanding and kind of keep it on track a little bit. Focused. Yeah. So now I really like it, but at first um, I didn't really like it. It just felt like there's the transitions were too cold and um, it just had a weird kind of feeling to it. You said it was melodic? It wasn't as melodic. Oh, okay. It was identifiable, but just because you can identify something doesn't mean it has a melody, you know? Hmm. All right. Well, he did an okay job. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to talk about... Um, okay, okay, well, the, the, there's a few things. So one thing, which, which is more of a writing thing that I loved, is that the first one of the first scenes of the movie is... When he has, when it's him and her with the, like, the therapist, or the, the, like, divorce counselor or whatever, right? And then they're reading these letters, or they're about to read these letters about what they wrote about each other. And Adam Driver says, I'll read it. She says, I'm not going to read it. And then the, and the counselor says, it's just a shame that you guys aren't going to be able to hear the wonderful things you read about each other. Um, because during this time... It can get very contentious and very nasty, and it's important. I feel it's important 
that you guys are reminded of the wonderful things you guys love about each other. So that comes into play a lot because obviously throughout the movie, it becomes very contentious and very nasty and they forget what they love about each other. And then you also get little Easter eggs. So as you kind of mentioned when they were um, doing like that mock courtroom thing with their lawyers, when she orders food for him, they have that little slight moment of like, oh, like we're good together, right? Like the little, like our chemistry. There's a lot of those moments. Exactly. So I like love when, it. It's like when he, oh, when he comes over and she broke her, the door to the, her house, the, the girl gate. And yeah. He was fixing it. Or yeah. Fix it? I don't think he fixed it. The, the power went out and then. Oh, okay. The gate wouldn't close. And then she was like, oh, just leave the kid here. But when they're closing the gate and they're looking at each other. Yeah, the way it's shot. It's kind of like they're closing, they're closing the, door. the door, yeah, between each other, right? Even though they're kind of like we could make this work, and you see the fear in both of their eyes. It's not this, yeah, we're done. It's like crap, like this is happening, you know. Mm-hmm. But I love how it comes full circle towards the end when he finally starts reading. He finds that his son Henry found her letter and is reading it out loud, and then he kind of helps him finish reading it. That part oh, kills me, that. dude. That part destroys me. When she's there. And he doesn't know she's there yeah. behind him. And he's yeah. reading that letter to him from her. Okay. Yeah, that game gets intense. So I just love... That's a beautiful first uh, full circle thing. You know? The fact that she never wanted to hear the nice things that he would wanted to say to her. Or something. Yeah, and At, since in, she in wouldn't their, share... Was that, like she a couldn't hear counseling Yeah, it was like divorce. a divorce counseling thing. Um, which I know they have that. And then, wow, yeah, I forgot the son read that, and he was just starting to read, and he was helping him read it, and then it's just like, serene moment Yeah, it hits him hard. Oh, yeah. I, I do want to talk about the end before we're saving that, and we can probably talk about it after then, a little bit. Gotcha. But, well, I think that's the last thing we're going to talk about before then. So do you want to bring yeah. it up now? Uh, well, I thought you didn't want to mention the ending. Well, yeah, so let's not spoil it. Um... Well, that kind of is the ending, though. Unless you're talking about that is the ending. But That's like two I, minutes I guess before I the ending. I want to talk to him more so about how things turned out. At the oh, okay, end gotcha. And how you felt about it, because I know someone didn't like the ending or the fact that you know she tied his shoes or something like that. Like the fact that she's still helping him at the end. Okay, so let's yeah. call it a spoiler alert. Um, for the next 30 seconds, which is the end of this podcast. So the, we already said see the movie. Yeah, yeah so go see the movie and then come back for the... It's not, yeah, if you have Netflix, then it's free. You well, did. We make, we'll, we'll, we'll post it, we'll make sure we see it Netflix, but... Right. Okay, so you've been warned. Alright, so, yeah, so they, they obviously don't have to end up together. She has a boyfriend, he meets him, blah, blah, blah. Um, I loved it because, again, it comes full circle. He says, through this process... I want you guys to remember the things you loved about each other. So I love the fact that they have their little chemistry, little habits and stuff like that. So when they're separated, he walks back with Henry. She ties his shoes and she does that little tap because they, they have this. She ties Adam Driver's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, and so she taps his leg. He lifts it up automatically because of just this, uh, this, in, um, what is the word? Connection. The, yeah, it's like no. this implied habit that they've had growing up. Or not growing up, but in their marriage. And so it's, it, it's just this little, I see you, you see me, we're cool, we had this great life, and 
our, we've had our love and it's just not there anymore but we still love each other always throughout the movie though I feel like a lot of times she's helping him with things more than he's helping her like he doesn't understand he doesn't help her with all yeah he doesn't help her at all yeah how she felt about the whole car seat thing right. yeah <laughs> but uh, she didn't put the car he didn't put the car seat in and then he's cussing and I feel like just the fact of them splitting up also brought out the worst in them totally in sense. And, it, and it shows you the worst in them I was curious what you so you like the ending you like the fact I like that it. she found somebody else she's in the house she has a kid and then I, I, he, I didn't have to need it for them to be together yeah and even at the end he she was he was like oh I might need to keep him or he wanted to do something with him and then she's like oh he has this and he was like okay so he's accepted it he doesn't get angry about then he had, didn't she, didn't he want to do something with the kid you mean or, the last thing at the end before you took the kid and they went out the door didn't or, no, or she, she might have she said had she had it was her day, but she saw that he was kind of sad. She said, you know what? He's exhausted. Why don't you just take him? And then driver was like, you sure? It's your night. And she's like, no, it's fine. You go for it. Okay. Yeah. That kind of thing happened earlier, though. Um, when yeah, he asked for... Yeah, he Halloween. asked to take that, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can tell they're, they're not used to sharing days and all that kind of crap. At, at the end of the movie, I just felt kind of dumbfounded and confused because I was like, okay, could they have stayed together? Could they have worked it out? Could they have... It seems like they had a connection between sometimes where totally. they could have stayed together. Or was he too stubborn? Was she too stubborn? They both it kind of made me think of... Which you don't like this movie, right? La La Land? Do you like La La Land? Okay, that's the funny thing is that I hated La La, La Land because... The, the ending? No. Yeah, so yeah. So they these movies have a similar ending. Very similar. However, what La La Land does is it doesn't make it satisfying. We see that she hasn't... We see that Emma Stone has a new guy. And we're like, what the heck? And a kid. Exactly. And then we see in this one, like... Like, oh, what the heck? She has a boyfriend. But in this movie, Marriage Story, they seal it with that moment of, hey, we, we'll st- we still have those little habits. Uh-huh. We love each other. La La Land is like, hey, we lock eyes. You good? I'm good. All right. Peace out, yo. It's like, what the hell? So that's why I like... I like how they resolved this ending and they didn't resolve that one. Hmm. You know? Yeah, I guess it is resolved. I, I was just confused, not confused within myself whether I liked the ending or not. The fact that he's still not a big part in the son's life, but then he's still a part of it, which is good. And the fact that. Well, he was always a part of it in a really big way. He just wasn't a part in the marriage. He was a good dad. He was, uh, yeah. He was just not a good husband. or Right. I guess. Well, the endermans. What side do you take? <laughs> yeah. Team Adam. Team, team team Nicole. Team Nicole or Team Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just intense, and it just still time. I was like, "What? Oh no!" And then it was just because I was thinking of if I, if I ever become a dad and how I would feel on his end, or you know, more personally and stuff like that. So. The, yeah, the so thought the of movie. losing your kid, the thought of you know, like. Having him like being taken from you and having to get a flight across the country every time you want to see him, like that sucks. Yeah, you know, there's a lot going on, and uh, so you like the ending. I thought the ending was okay. Now that I kind of more understand it, yeah. But yeah, it's still now. I'm just like, ugh, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, but it was a really good movie. You should see it, and uh, it's nominated for best. A lot picture, of stuff. Best, best picture, picture best actor, best a, actress, a, best supporting actress, music. I have a feeling Adam Driver might win best actor. I thought about that. He was great. Well, and who won it? Walking Phoenix. Walking won, right? Phoenix won it twice. He deserves it. I don't know if he'll win it a third time. 
for the Oscars. Well, I feel like they might flip he, it. He's been having great speeches, so let's hope for that. He's been having some interesting speeches. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how the this uh, Screen Actors writing. That one was really cool. I didn't I hear. Oh, he sent us a link. Oh, I sent you a link. Yeah, oh, it, I, I watched part of it, and he was just thanking everybody. But yeah. Gotcha. But we'll see how everything turns out in the Oscars. All right, we're nearing that time. We already passed our ideal time by like 10 minutes. Okay. Well, well. <laughs> so follow us on Bold Beautiful Movie Talks. Instagram, probably the best way to get a hold of us. Um, if, I, uh, if I remember to post. The... Yeah, if Andrew posts, <laughs> you guys can find out about it. If not, then uh, we'll see you whenever we do. No, I'll, I've been trying to get the motivation to post it, but we're trying to do every week. We're going to be posting a good amount of them. Recently, yeah. So, 1917, Marriage Story, Irishman. So, Frozen 2. Frozen 2, we did a while ago. So, we'll see Star what Wars, else we have yeah. to give for you before Oscars happen on February 9th. Right. All right. Hit it with the dagger, yo. Ta ta for now. Ta ta for now.